This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, I don't like ambies. Firefly drinking songs for cat lovers. She left me for exact change. Had to wipe mayo off my buns. Gross. She had five other accents since then. Irish Voltron. Gotta get down on Friday. Birds died from swift erection. <laughs> Fork white supremacy. Fork foot vagina. Award an OSHA violation in one heavy pointy package. Weapon of mass distraction. You are the weakest lynch. Goodbye. Uh, the diapers are aplenty, hopefully not gently used. I didn't feel the little prick. <laughs> no reference to this, jury duty and more, on this episode of The Morning Stream. The psychiatrist decided that this was the situation for me. Did he tell you why? No, the psychiatrist did not. I want to find a hospital where the living conditions are not as good as this. So if the question is, what's the capital of Canada? For the record, it's a place called Ottawa. Her name is the Morning Stream, and she dances on the sand. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. That's short for the morning stream. It's Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. It's a happy 2006th episode day. Happy Incredibles 1 day, everyone. <laughs> I love these I love these movies you pick out. The core Incredibles 1. These are great. These yeah. are great uh, these are the moments movies, in time. These are the movies I remember of the years they came out. And uh, for whatever 04 was, uh, for whatever reason, 04 was very marked. By the release of Pixar's The Incredibles, for some reason, for me, that's like the movie I think of when I think of 2004. So, so happy Incredibles one day, everyone. Uh, yeah. uh, what were their names? Uh, Mrs. Stretchy. Stretchy. And he's strong. strong and, and the kid pants. is invisible. There you go. And the boy is fast. <laughs> <laughs> and the little one you don't know yet you don't know that's right exactly uh what else the, uh, the village came out that your primer one of the one of the best uh movies about um uh, time travel oh that's right you you think highly of primer i like primer I think as well. very highly of primer yeah yeah and it's uh, uh they have uh, the and the reasons are they don't they don't muck around with the time paradox stuff they they get straight to the business right like they do they, yes exactly and they're you know they're aware of of the potential for her for paradoxes, but their their method of travel doesn't doesn't warrant paradox creation. Yeah, and uh, also the year. I have to apparently refresh my memory on that movie because <laughs> I remember I remember feeling at the time like, all right, I think they've nailed it. But now that I think, I was like, how did they how did they do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's also a big year because uh, that was the year I believe. Let me make sure I'm correct about this. Yeah, this is the year we we got both Half Life Two and I believe Steam launched that year. Hmm. Nope, I take it cool. back. That was late two thousand three. It launched the initial release. Gotcha. But it was a well, big we did deal. Get, uh, when, uh, Napoleon when... Dynamite. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Friday Night Lights, yeah. the, the movie, and a little old podcast called uh, Coverville started up. Oh yeah, Brian. 
Yeah. That should have been. I forget about the freaking. <laughs> I forgot about it until I was looking at some of these. I'm like, oh, yeah, what was that? Oh, yeah, 2004. Fl- oh, yeah, well, you can start to come go right around that time. That's right. A fledgling music podcast uh, was that's available. Right. On your podcast banana which, player or whatever the hell it was which, called. Which uh, won the Hall of Fame Podcasting Award a few years ago before the Podcast Academy decided to reboot itself and say, hey, we're brand new. We're the Podcast Academy. Yeah. So does that not they exist anymore? Admit- Is this like, here, I'll hold this. It's a collector's item, Scott. This this trophy I have here, Brian has one Does too. not exist because the Podcast Academy, well, I guess technically that's the Academy of Podcasters. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a collector's item. Actually, it's it's a fraudulent uh, piece of uh, <laughs> resin. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Does this uh, does this mean that we could be we could win again? Technically, we could, we totally could. But this isn't. Keep in mind, this isn't Todd Cochran's deal. This is the other group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the other. This is more the one we all Podcast saw is more legit. Done. Yeah. Uh huh. And then they decide to start over and they announced like basically an hour ago or two hours ago, yeah. they made the announcement. Hey, we're having the first ever podcast of Academy Awards in January in Los Angeles. Yeah. I don't know what that. See, this is why. Oh, it's oh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's an it honor. Is fine. It is fine. It does not take any any accolades away from us and the, the things we've received, the the accolades, the awards, the things we've received are still legitimate and maybe even more so because we've outlasted that's right the very entities that gave us those awards <laughs> and this is still an incredible weapon if needed it is a boy i mean it is a weapon if if uh, zombies come oh yeah carry that is around. the thing to use right there the pointy tip of that thing is like i mean y'all are, y'all are looking at this and thinking what it just looks like a plastic thing it's not this is like solid glass yeah. Uh, yeah. This pointy star end is, I mean, that hurts to poke, to touch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a <laughs> and so that would go right it's in a, your it's temple. A, uh, it's an award and an OSHA violation all in one. Yep. And that would go straight into a man's temple. The rest of it is super chunky. So you could just like clobber somebody right in the cranium. That's right. So that's what I'm using it for. All right. So uh, if I have not made you want to want to um, fart blood yet, go ahead. Let me tell you. Todd Cochran. <laughs> the awards that they're the awards that are going to be taking place in January, Scott. They were going to be called the Golden Mikes, oh, but up. now they've been renamed to the Ambies. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> For real, is that really the name? For real, the Ambies. Yes, uh, because of because ambient noise is a hallmark to uh, creative podcast production. I think is the way that they phrased it. I don't like it. No. I really don't like that. <laughs> no, I know. Ambies, it, like, has, it feels like it has nothing to do with, with podcasts, really, the name. Yeah, I don't like it at all. That's terrible. I, I mean, I'm just going <laughs> to register my complaint now. Uh, but, and, and is Cochran doing a thing? Is he up to No, anything? he's not part of this. The The only thing that makes me feel better about this is the fact that um, that Rob Greenlee is involved with it. And that, that brings a big air of legitimacy to it because I really like Rob Greenlee. And I think he... He actually does. Um, he does have the clout and the involvement to make sure that this, this thing is legit and not just kind of like another new. Hey, well, um, the other thing uh, wasn't good. Let's create a new thing and pretend that last thing didn't exist. Oh, uh, I, I agree with you. He does. He's yes. there's some gravitas to his presence. There is. Yes, I will say this. Uh, Todd Cochran's business came and went. 
uh, yeah, it, it happened. Podcastawards.com, not, uh, oh, really? Yeah, no, there were there were awards, 2020 winners. Oh, oh really? <laughs> uh, it, <I laughs> it's didn't. kind of like if a tree falls in a forest kind of thing. Yeah, right? and they still have uh, the Coverville Podsafe music category. Still oh, in really? Here. So oh, I feel really bad that, like, my... My podcast names <laughs> the category, and I had no idea that these things still happen this year. Uh, K-pop debacle with Aaron Nam won the category. So sure, K-pop debacle with Eric Nam. You know the I, one. I, I, well deserved honor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's I'm one. looking at the list here. Wow, Irish and Celtic music podcast. Um, I love that guy. Uh, whose name I'm I'm desperately trying to remember now, but he does a lot of um, like we've played his music on the show before. He does he did a whole album of Firefly songs about cats. Oh wait, Firefly songs? Songs songs about Firefly, the TV show. Oh 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 oh! But then it had cats in it. Mark Gunn, thank you, City and Cheese. I can't believe I forgot Mark Gunn's uh, name. Um, let me make sure I'm not thinking. Let me, let me make sure I'm not crossing <laughs> two streams because he did an album about Firefly. Okay, and maybe he did a separate separate album about cats, but I think he did one. I love that there would be a crossover. Yes, that there's maybe cats I'm, and Firefly together. That's amazing. I think it was may have been Irish drinking songs about Firefly, and then a separate album about cats and their aloofness. That sounds great. Is he an Irish dude with like full accent and everything, or? Or, or no? Uh, no. Oh no. damn, that's too bad. But when but when I was on a uh, a Dragon Con panel with him, he brought his auto harp and uh, strummed it during the during the panel. It was oh, great. That's fantastic. Okay, yeah. So Irish drinking songs for cat lovers and Firefly drinking songs. I was conflating the two and combining them and making a great amalgamation that that doesn't exist. But uh, Irish Voltron is what you made. I made Irish Voltron. Yes. Yep. Anyway, I so uh, both my legs are made his... of tigers. That's what I am as Irish Voltron. <laughs> his Irish drinking songs about cats is great, and his Firefly drinking songs uh, is also great. So check out stuff from Mark Gunn. Uh, and he deserved the win because he's the only one in this list that I've heard of. I was just going to say, every I've looked at every one of these. I don't recognize any of this. Yeah. None of this, and that's okay. I get it. Give the give stuff a chance that it's never been nominated. Do that. I'm actually all for that. I, I just haven't I kind heard of wish of we need, we might need to go and, and uh, record some of the um the Todd Cochran nomination announcements because I want to hear him say in the LGBTQ category we have Friday the Thirteenth Horror Podcast. <laughs> Friday, is that real? Friday the Thirteenth Horror Podcast. <laughs> Shut up. That's not. It is real. It is real. Oh my gosh, it's real. All right, well wait, there's some video here. Let me uh um, oh, let me see right. if we can get just a taste. I'll skip ahead. Welcome to the 15th annual People's Choice Podcast Awards ceremony. My name is Todd Cochran. I am the founder of the People's Choice Podcast Awards. I'm a longtime podcaster, fast approaching 16 years in the podcasting space, been involved in a large number. Is it getting higher pitched or is it me? Me, uh feels like maybe he's just sped up his his audio <laughs> yeah something weird going on there all right well he goes on and does his thing and well done todd excellent bad gay movies all right oh there's yeah i think we might have to watch we might have to just watch that with a uh you know record some i'll tell no I, you know what better than that hey jay uh jamie or anyone like jamie you guys want to just go capture out some of the funnier <laughs> moments you go ahead 
Let me know. Jamie or anyone like Jamie. <laughs> we have a Jamie-like person uh, in there. Tell you what, yes. If if somebody does that, yeah. reach out to me. Let me know you're doing it. And, and that way we don't have like a bunch of people all doing it. But if you end up doing it, let me know. And you will get a um, uh, some tea from Phoenix Pearl Tea. And I have, um, in cleaning up the basement, uh, I have found a box of Kid Robot toys that I haven't even opened up yet, so I'm going to send them a couple Kid Robot Wait, toys. Kid Robot, help me. What is that? Kid Robot, they created a whole bunch. They, they like they created the uh, like before Funko Pops. These were the the toys. They like oh. round heads, and but they were like weird Japanese looking things. And the ones I have are like little Fallout plague doctors and things like that. They're really cool. I really remember those stuff. now. Okay, yeah, those yeah. are cool. Also, you know what? what? Throw into that shipped from me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. See, I do have some left. Uh, a Mad Max mystery box. So it's one of those toy boxes you open oh, up. Oh yeah, and see if right. You get it could have whatever. a. It could have a, a, a Imperator Melba in there, or it could have uh, <laughs> Imperator, Frank One Imperator Leg. Melba. Have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was great. Crunchy, you know. On the, <laughs> get her on the really, plane. Kind of yeah. small, but boy, was he dense. Yeah, well, <laughs> dense as you can get. So yeah, you uh, we'll, we'll we'll throw that in there if somebody out there does that for us, and we're just looking for him <laughs> pronouncing all these awkward or these names that are you know in those categories yes. that are just sort of hard just, to hear. Just give us like a uh, give us like a, a three or four or five minute best of, yeah, and and we will totally we will set you up with something. All right, now as I suppress a speed. Oh, hold on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I only had a button for that. Uh, I got a thing to yeah, tell you about. So a cough I, button, not a sneeze button. Yeah, Jeez. that's true. Well, I'm not gonna. I don't have a sneeze button. Yeah, I have a cough button. Sneeze. <laughs> it's only used for that. Uh, McDonald's. In the in in my news, I have some news about McDonald's. Sure. Uh, sure. I told you, I hinted at it the other day, but we were driving through there for I don't oh, remember right. what. Yeah. Some reason, and um, we're going through there. And uh, Kim, all, when it, whenever Kim's in the drive up, she no matter where we are, she will always wear a mask as a act of sort mm-hmm. of courtesy to the people at the window. Absolutely. Um, and so she had hers on, and she pulled up there, and we're just getting something small, like she got some nuggets, and it was, we had to just get by because we were like starving, and I don't know, we just were out, and we had to grab something. So we go up through the through the thing there, and we get up to the uh, front of the deal. And it's one of these kids that's just the most stereotypic McDonald's worker you can think of. Hair in his face, kind of emo looking, 16, 17. Okay. Because I visualize the Simpsons kid is what I visualize. Uh, it's Can little, I take your order? It's a little, yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed like to do the that. Emo, basically the emo version of that is what you're saying? Kind of like that. Just looks like you'd rather be anywhere but here, you know, kind of face sure. on and stuff like that. And oh, even like at the every McDonald's employee. That's true. And even at the window, he was like, mm-hmm. we're like, boy, he's got some low energy here. So we order <laughs> our food and he's like, all right, pull up to the mirror. So we go up to the thing. And it really isn't very much because again, we're just getting, you know, something to get us by. It's just some quick calories. And and Kim goes at the at the thing, she goes, Oh, you know what? I think I have cash. Forgetting that mm-hmm. they do it's all contactless payment now, right? So you just you're supposed to give them a card, you're not supposed to give them cash. Oh, really? And, okay. Yeah. Didn't know that. They, they even had a little sign there, but we didn't see the sign. Um, hmm. And so when we pulled up, Kim goes, oh, I think I have, I have cash for that. Because she, she loves when she has exact change for something. Absolutely. She yeah. Oh, loves for sure. it. Oh, my gosh. Who doesn't? Yeah. 
she has a special. She divorced me in favor of marrying Exact Change. I mean it. It's like she's so, <laughs> so she goes up there, and then she went. Uh, oh, I didn't see your sign. And he goes, huh? And she goes, I didn't see your sign there. It says no cash. You, you guys want contactless payment? That's not a problem. He goes, you want me to max it out? And she goes, I'm sorry. He goes, you want me to just like round it up? She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so to this moment, we don't know what he meant. He just, we, she ended up giving him the card yeah. instead of the cash. And it was the exact amount that she, the, that the board said that we owed and everything was okay. fine. But okay, we still so he didn't max know, it out. <laughs> we don't know what he meant. That's really bizarre. I mean, I know that they do, sometimes they do the charity stuff where they'll round up to the next dollar and the change goes towards maybe Ronald McDonald house or something like that. But uh, I don't know right. if they do it. I know Ace Hardware has, has been doing that for a while. They always ask me, if, can we round it up for charity? I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Luke says, I don't but, think uh, he knew what he meant. I'm not sure he did either. But if, you, if you're doing a card, there's no change anyway. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, oh, you want me to round it up so I don't have to give you back any coins? Yeah, like, isn't that weird? It's almost, like, back coins? it's almost like we Plus. gave him cash. It's it's, it's but, if we gave him the twenty and he was like saying, yeah. "Well, I'll keep the five for like Ronald McDonald House," like you're saying. I agree that that's possible. Possible. Did uh, I don't know. Um, did did you give him the card or did he hold the reader out and you put your card in and then pulled your card out? It was one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that would that's the contactless. But he just I've been totally this, digging. Or, I've been totally ahead. digging using the Apple Watch for paying for stuff. Oh yeah, I can. yeah. It's a good the tap. God, I love that. Yeah, give it the old tap, you know. Tap. Give it the old tap because, uh, you know, it's, it's it happens so infrequently for some of these places that they're like, what? That worked? <laughs> Nobody does that here. And it's super easy. And I <laughs> it always, is super easy, I just yeah. forget to do it. I just space it. I just don't think yeah. about it. But anyway, it was weird, and I still don't know what he meant, and the food was fine. I had mm-hmm. just a, a single chicken sandwich thing, and it was fine. Not too spicy, a little, too, a little too much mayo. I had to wipe some of that out of there, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Wipe it like a baby's bum. Just get in there with a napkin and. <laughs> yep. So that was all fine. Uh, real quick, uh, shout out to Christine Power in the Tadpool. Uh, she's a listener, and I don't know if she ever shows up in in the uh, chat and has a name or anything, but she mm-hmm. got married, and I wanted to say happy marriage to her and her brand new husband. Who looks like a cool guy. I saw this on Facebook cool. in the Tadpool group, and I just thought, you know what? For once, Facebook did a thing I liked. This is what the, this is what Facebook is really for, is for letting us know when people have cute babies or get married. Yeah. So Unless you're my so. in-laws who think it's a brand new way to basically do email chain mail again. So <laughs> Totally, yes. Well oh, done, old geez. people. Anyway, grats to her and also grats to Courtney Adolette, who is often in our chat room. I think she might even be here today. She's, yep, right, there she's she there right now, as a matter of fact. She, uh, her baby is four months old. And so I want to say happy four months to little baby Olivia which is the cutest yeah. name. She is adorable, yep. too. Yes. I love the name. The baby's so cute. Well done. She looks like a little sprout in that green outfit. Yep. Little sprout. It's adorable. Don't bury her. You're going to get uh, mo- many of her. <laughs> yes, don't do that. No, that sounds, that sounds wrong, no matter how I say it. <laughs> well, so, Scott, we have uh, you know, we have jury coming up later today, right? Mm. So mm. I feel like I can... Uh, uh, throw a little politics into the into the morning here. I'm not oh, going right. to. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to like you know extol the virtues of one candidate over another. 
Okay. But I'm going to say that um, that we have now put a Biden-Harris sign in our front yard, which is the first <gasps> time we've ever done any sort of political sign in our yard. Anything like that. I know. It's, it's amazing, right? It's uh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> no, that's great. How did you, so? Okay, let me ask you this because I've never yeah. once in my entire life put anybody's sign anywhere near my yeah, yard. Neither, neither have we. But uh, how does one do that? Do you just make the decision to go get one? Did someone come by and say, "Hey, do you want to put the sign in your yard?" Like, how does it work? We made a donation to their campaign, and um, uh, it was when they were offering a sign for their campaign, like offering a sign to to donate to their campaign. Um, and so it was like, oh, "Okay, cool." That was like four weeks ago and we thought well i probably did something wrong and didn't get the you know didn't dot the right i or cross the right t so uh didn't think the sign was going to come and it arrived yesterday so immediately put it up but after reading next door the which is toxic and why nobody should read next door it's most it's the most horrible thing ever i tell you ours but, is all right i don't know why we have just it, it's nothing but i think i found your cat give me a call and by the way i've got see, cookies I'll, and it's weird that's Weird. about 25% of ours. And lately it's been, we were in this place and nobody was wearing a mask. Well, you should go somewhere else then. No, but you suck. No, you suck bigger because you don't wear a mask. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, burr, apparently burr. the car from the car joined in and went, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> offered its, offered its uh, two cents as well. Uh, um, but it. uh, uh, lately it's been all, Oh, kids stole the political sign out of my yard and they hate Trump or they hate Biden. So they came, teenagers came and took it and I picked them up on my ring cam. Does, do these people look familiar? Mm. So we decided to take our, our Biden Harris sign and uh, we coated the edge about an inch from the edge um, on both sides with Vaseline. Oh. And then we bought some glitter at the store and covered the, the Vaseline with glitter. So if anyone wow. does decide to take our sign, they're going to have glitter all over their steering wheel, their seat belt, their seats, their, you know, the inside of their car. Oh their yeah, it'll never go away. Monster never energy drink. Yeah, They'll have it forever. It'll never go away. That's right. There we were, saw uh, videos online of people who did like fishing line uh, in front of the, like in front of where the sign is so that people trip over it and Wow. We don't want anybody. We don't want anybody hurt. But but a little glitter wouldn't hurt. And of course, it's blue glitter. Yeah, blue <laughs> glitter. Red. Blue glitter. So <laughs> that's pretty good. I had never heard yeah. of that. Actually, that's a great. Sounds great. Plus, doesn't it give off a nice iridescent glow at night? It, it does. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at. So I've got the the my window cam, uh, which is the monitor. That's just basically my outdoor camera, and it shows all the time. And I can see, ah, oh, it's windy or it's nice or whatever. And so I can see the sign there. But then we've also got the ring doorbell, which this is placed so that both cameras can can pick it up and uh i'm you know i don't want somebody to come and steal it but i kind of do want somebody to come and steal it so we can get them on video going ah, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> i will say this so in, in defense of next door uh yes. which i honestly don't care that much about but occasionally it is important well it becomes important like the night we heard these fireworks going off for no reason and nobody knew what was going on and they were like industrial level fireworks just pa 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 pa, -pa right over by the uh -huh. lake uh-huh uh, normally this is an area where that's banned straight up even on the 4th of July you cannot have fireworks in our area because sure. of fires and stuff and it was going off like crazy and the only way i learned about it was next door people were like oh yeah that's the city had they'd screwed up and put in the newsletter a different date it's actually it was tonight 
and it's a sanctioned thing and it was for people a little but they probably had low turnout because nobody knew because it was the wrong date in the newsletter blah, 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 blah. so there's ways to find out about that stuff I would have never known about that naked guy walking down the street carrying the uh, <laughs> right yeah what was he that's carrying that's true there are some big benefits of next door I don't remember what he was carrying um, but the ring lights we got from, or the ring light or the ring photos ring we got were yeah. amazing uh, um you anyway. know, and like I said, I mean, it's probably it's probably a better percentage than twenty five percent. But I mean, we do get the, you know, oh, I have a I have baby stuff that we don't need anymore. Does anybody want it? And you know, we've got this, and we've got a whole bunch of jigsaw puzzles we bought. Does anybody want them? Yeah. Uh, the so and so restaurant is having a special on Thursday nights if you do takeout. So I mean, there are there are good sides to next door, but it sure seems like the the virtual toxicity that seems to come with the current political climate seems to kind of overshadow any positivity that that you'd find on that place. I tend to agree. And also I think it's in my case, in our neighborhood's case, where people seem to use it for all the nice stuff. I think they just, the people who are going to be the biggest jerks haven't discovered it yet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it's still kind of small-ish. It's not known by everyone. Like there's a whole contingent of retirees that live like six blocks that direction yeah, who don't have any clue, but they would be chewing that thing apart the way they do Facebook. Now it took them 10 years to get there, but they're there. Right. So I think that's probably what it is, but well, anyway, uh, good luck with that. Uh, We, uh, you'll get, you'll get people drive by going, all right. And then you'll have people drive by and going, F you, you pinko tree hugging a hole, butthole leftist. It is a weird thing because it's not like I expect, I'm not putting it out there because I expect it to change somebody's mind. Like, oh, well, I was going to vote Trump, but that sign that I just drove by in that front yard, their lawn looks really nice. So I'm going to go ahead and and, and change my vote. I'm going to go for Biden-Harris. Yeah. Um, There's that. There's, you know, there's, I can't think of any reason why I've got it out there only because, oh, they sent it to me because I made a donation. So I'm going to put it out there. Right. And it's if this really, Vaseline really, thing works, let's keep that in mind. That and this Vaseline right. thing works. Yeah. Um, I will say that they're, I'm, I'm very tempted. They've got a thing going on tonight. Um, LeVar Burton is hosting some sort of grassroots town hall with uh, Biden and Harris and 19 unnamed Star Trek icons to talk about. 19? Uh, 19. 19. <laughs> oh, right. I saw Brent Spiner or somebody talking about this. Okay, so so Brent is one of the 19. You'd think that they'd, they'd want to push that. Yeah. Here we go. It says, join me and some friends tonight for a Star Trek-themed fundraiser. Uh, so, of course, Mayor Pete has to be there because he's the biggest uh, Star Trek fan on the on the. Uh, oh, is he? I didn't know that. <laughs> mm. Stacey Abrams, Andrew Yang, and 19 other Star Trek icons from throughout the years for a special Star Trek grassroots discussion. They, so They better be cosplayed, every damn one of them. You know oh, I, mean? I know, right? Yes, exactly. Andrew, I Andrew Yang, see... he needs to be Lieutenant Kim from freaking <laughs> I Voyager. I want to see with some Vulcaneers. Yes. If, if that ain't happening, then I'm hanging up. <laughs> That'd be and amazing. then Friday, they're getting uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda and the cast of uh, Hamilton together for another one of these. Oh, look like, at that. Oh, these, are, these are actually some kind of fun events. I want to, you know, whatever side of the aisle you're on, if you like Hamilton, it'd be cool I to like, see. I like all these... Uh, table read things that are going on where like uh an old yeah. show like or they just did one for dazed and confused yes weirdly. yes and i heard what's her name parker posey apparently just killed it she came like with guns blazing she was really, really? good yeah okay. uh i'm trying to think who else i heard was good on that but 
Oh, and, and McConaughey was there. Like they all came. Wow, McConaughey took took a break from uh, from his Lincoln commercials to come into a table read. Yeah, they said we want to do this. He goes, it was a breakthrough for him. So he said, cool. "All right, I sure will. All right." Yeah. He uh, <laughs> you guys keep getting older, and I'm still the same age. <laughs> he uh, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, I think that was his first movie, wasn't it? I think. I think it's the first I thing he so. was ever in. Yeah. yeah, he was a total dweeb. Certainly, it, but... certainly his first big movie. Yeah. Was there? Oh, was there a? Coats from Home says there was a Fast Times at Ridgemont High reading. Oh, I want to see that one. Oh man. Oh, doesn't was it peaks? original cast or was it new people doing a read? I think original, wasn't it? They did Fast oh, Times wow. two. Wow, LaBeouf? that would be cool to see. Wait, Shia LaBeouf did it. What was he doing? What was his point? And he was uh, high the whole time. He was. He, was uh, he took the Nicholas Cage role. I'm sorry, the Nicholas Coppola role. <laughs> Nicholas Coppola. Was he credited as that in that? Is that why you're saying? Yes. That? Yes. Oh, he that's was. So weird. He was credited as Nicholas Coppola in that one. That's really weird. Oh, he was. He was Spicoli. I guess. Yeah. I guess I can't see Sean Penn coming back to do a Fast Times read. I guess. I don't know. He's pretty chill. He's all right now these days. He's coming to his I feel his like own. he wants to distance himself from that movie, from the fact that he ever did that. He might. It's cult classic, though. I would, I'd embrace it if I It were. is, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you're an amazing actor. You've won, you've won uh, if he hasn't won Oscars, he's been nominated many times. Like, you're legit. You've proven yourself to be a legitimate, <laughs> good method actor. Uh, oh, Milk. You won for Milk, right? It was great in milk, yeah. yeah. Dead man walking, and um, he gets a little um, soggy after a while, but he's pretty good in milk. <laughs> was Brad? I'm seeing a photo of this thing right now from AV Tech John. Was Brad Pitt the Judge Reinhold character? Shut was he up. Brad? Shut up! Shut up! Really? How did I miss this? Oh, you think you got to play some of this on the show? Like play some of this live? It's a minute long. Stick it into the unit there. Okay, I'll. St- <laughs> 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 Hello. The old cut and paste there. Yeah, let's there see what we go. got. All, All right, right. I'll play just a bit of this. Named Lisa. She lets him kiss her, but only once. Wait, am I hearing... Uh, That's Morgan Freeman doing the narration. Oh my gosh, like a seven reunion on this thing. This is fantastic. <laughs> That's right, it kind of is. Oh man, don't look in the box. Don't look in the box. All right, <laughs> let's see. A teenage customer shouts to Brad from the front counter. Hey Brad, I waited till you came on. I w- Hold on, that's Jimmy Kimmel. So he's in here. Wanted your fries. Brad smiles, walks over to the fryer, and discards the fries left over from the previous ship. He shouts to the other. Oh, wait, now Sean Penn is there. Oh, is he really? The camera just cut to Sean Penn sitting there kind of grinning. Um,. He's just at his own webcam there. All right, let's see. Employees as he puts oh, he in a new is, batch. Yeah. We need 15 superstars, David. Okay, Brad. I'll take care of the fry orders. Just get me the superstars. Fish sandwiches. Brad spots the three surfers sitting at the dining area. None of them are wearing shirts. I feel like we're. I feel like Morgan Freeman is in this sh- problem now. I feel like he's he's uh, eating a peanut butter uh, <laughs> bagel right now while he's doing this. <laughs> Wow. Also, Brad Pitt looks like he's on a break at the hospital. What's going on with that? <laughs> he does. Like he's on a break from the, the cafeteria at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got- <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well done, uh, world of, uh, of weird collaboration video how, business. Uh, how do they do the, uh, the, 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 uh, the cars moving in stereo scene? Mm. The Phoebe Cates uh, coming out of the pool scene. Mm. Yeah. How are they going to recreate that? 
That's Sean and was Penn. Phoebe Cates, and was Phoebe Cates there? Sean Penn stands up and pull, opens his shirt, and then <laughs> That's right. we, we all get to see it. Uh, Doesn't right. anybody knock anymore? <laughs> He's uh he's no he's not with the Madonna anymore, right? That's old. That's an old thing. God, that's old. Yes, that's okay. that's Shanghai surprise old Sky. Okay. It's really old. She's <laughs> she's had five other accents since then. <laughs> not just that's husbands. Five, that's five whole affectations ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Papa don't preach. All right, let's move on. Uh, oh, uh, real quick, a bunch of people have written in like this from Alex L. Wrote in and says, "Hey, how can I donate to you and Taylor?" I'm usually one to two days behind TMS on the podcast. You talked about how those kids stole the bag from her car, and it really yanked my heartstrings. I have two and or say I have a two and a half year old daughter, and wouldn't want her to go without her books and all that. Plus, diaper bags aren't cheap. Uh, please give me a PayPal link or some way I can give a few bucks your way, Alex. All right, uh, I just want to use that as an example to say thank you for all your niceness and generosity, and we're and reaching out. You guys are all incredibly kind about this. But I don't want any of you to worry about it. We got it covered. It's okay. Uh, there's, uh, uh, we got it. It's okay. It's all good. Aww. I don't want any of you to feel like you got to hork out money to help help us. So we're we got it. We got Taylor uh, Kim and I got her a new bag and uh, uh, the diapers. There's plenty of those. The diapers are plenty are everywhere. They're all over the place. Diapers and uh, the books, no problem. We'll get those. I just don't want anyone Lousy to feel with diapers. I I really appreciate this this outreach. I just don't want. I would feel bad if 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 I took any of your money. I just feel bad, so I'm not going to take any of your money. Keep it where it belongs. Put it in your pants. Take it to McDonald's and see if that guy says something weird to you. Okay, just keep your money. Uh, all right. Uh, finally, uh, that's it. That's all I had. Oh no, he said. Uh, sorry, Alex L says in P.S. I've always wanted to write you, but I've never had a reason. I wanted to let you know that you've helped me through some rough times and everything you do. Uh, I listen to Film Sack every night. Oh wow. That means multiple hmm. film sacks a week. That's crazy. Yeah, I repeat the entire says he repeats the entire collection every time I finish. I don't even watch those movies, uh, but I'm only on my 19th time listening through every episode. By the end of the year, I'll be 20. Jeez! Wow. Good well, Lord. thank you for doing that. Jeez. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, also, you're crazy, but yeah. also, but also, thank you. That's one of the I great wonder- great things about that show, though, is the. It's evergreen, right? You can listen yeah. to Film Sack whenever. It's no time on yeah. it. So I think that's great. Sorry, you were going to say. I cut you off. I'm just curious if um, if they watch the movies as well each time through or one time through or never. You know, like, uh, did they watch? have they watched any of the movies more than once during this Film Sack re-listen-a-thon? Well, in this PS says, in parentheses, I don't even watch the movies. So I, I oh. wonder if they oh, there watch we go. any okay. of them. Like maybe they don't watch any. Oh, I guess it's right here in our in our show notes. I could have looked at the. Yeah, it's in that funny. thing I just read. Hold on, where's where's the air light on air light? There it is. Is oh, there a red on air, air light? light? Did red you did light. you actually read the? Oh PS yeah, I read the whole thing. It? Yeah, I read okay. The whole thing. It's it's fine. Once oh, you know what? Because yes, because I heard the I listen to Film Sack every night. Okay, yeah, I, <laughs> and I glossed. I, I latched onto that and didn't hear anything you said after that. Well, it's easy to do because look, <laughs> anybody who listens to Film Sack every night. That's enough to stop your thoughts right where they stand and make you, you know <laughs> what I mean? Right. It worked on me. I'm like, what the frick? How do you that's do that every exactly, night? Yes. That's, that's, heard, the, that's the part I honed in on. And they've heard our Kroll episode that. 20 times. Kroll 20 19, times. 19 times. Or oh, is 19. This, okay. Yeah. They're, work, she, 19. they're working on, I'll, I keep saying she or he because I don't actually know this, but if it's a he, sorry. There's lots of Alex girls out there. Could too. be an Alexandra, sure. Right. I don't, don't want to. <laughs> 
I don't want to throw any Alex's under the bus here, but uh, don't want to assume. Nobody wants to assume, but we do want to do this. We've got time for a little news. It's brought to us by. Brought to you by Soundography. Brand new episode going up today, and it's uh, it's me making Hammond listen to the album Yo-Yo by a band called Bourgeois Tag, or Bourgeois Tag. Uh, a guy named Brent Bourgeois teamed up with his buddy Larry Tag. They put out two albums. This is the second of those albums. It had one hit called I Don't Mind At All, but the whole rest of the album is worth listening to. That is, uh, it's going to be going up on Soundography later today, soundography.com. Wow. Larry Tag is a great name. Larry Tag. Actually, I think Brent Bourgeois is a great name, too. Those are both great names. <laughs> both They've great got names. that going for him, for sure. For sure. Uh, <laughs> all right. Check this out. Over a thousand people got the coronavirus. You've heard uh, of it, right? You've heard of this I've thing. heard of it. Heard of this. Yep. It's going around. It's a thing, I guess. If you're not paying attention to the news, maybe you don't know about it. But yeah, coronavirus. It's a thing. <laughs> anyway, at a Sri Lanka factory that makes masks for the United States. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, huh. more, more he than... thinks they doth protest too much. <laughs> no, more... I hope these people are all right. More than a thousand workers have tested positive for the coronavirus at this factory. Uh, uh, that until late August was producing surgical masks for the U.S., according to officials on Wednesday, uh, as they scrambled to find the source of the country's biggest outbreak. The flurry of cases since the first positive test at the garment factory was reported three days ago, pushed the island nation's infection na- rate to nearly 4,500. Uh, factory owner Brandix hailed internationally for its sustainable practices, said efforts to contain the expo- explosion of infections at the site near the capital of Colombo were hampered by a high number of asymptomatic carriers. Well, you're hearing a lot of that lately. It's a lot of asymptomatic folks Yep. who just uh, don't even know they got it. And that's, that's a problem, turns out. That is a problem. Yep. That's why, that's why you do the masks, because you may not be feeling any symptoms, but you can still spread the disease. Yep. We had 1,500 new cases in Salt Lake County a day, two days ago, and I think that was yeah. our record for the county. Colorado yeah. went up, too, in the last couple of days. That's no fun. No. Oh, I, did, I did get my flu shot. Did I tell you about that? Oh, you told us you were going to get your flu shot, and uh, oh yeah, I told so you. So how, how sore are you? So yeah. not at all. This is the weird bit. So <laughs> they uh, they got these. The guy described them as these special new shorty ones. <laughs> uh, his his word was not shorty ones. That's me describing what I saw. It was like a little short little little thing. It didn't yeah. look like a normal deal, but he still had to attach a needle to it. I said, well, my friend says that. Uh, his wife got one, and they had to use larger gauge needles because they were out of the others, as Dunaway calls them, uh, McDonald's straws. Yeah, that's right, McFlurry straws. McFlurry straws. straws. And uh, anyway, these were the not that. These are normal kinds, so that Good. that probably helped. But it was also this weird mechanism where you put it up to your arm, and you touch it, almost Star Trekky. It just goes, chink, like really without, without oh, like inserting on. and pushing or whatever. Almost like the. Um uh, some people have these for doing their blood tests for uh, diabetes. Oh, right. Or for insulin, like where they check, and it just does a little finger prick, and but it's 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 like an instant, and uh, then they get a little drop of blood that they can do with the test. And yeah, that's what it reminded me. I was like a very automatic kind of pneumatic almost kind of action. Yeah, and it for a second burned. Mm-hmm. I think that was the feeling of the of the juice going in. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> the cocktail. Um, but then nothing. It didn't hurt. I didn't really feel the, great. the. Yeah, I you didn't don't have any ache or anything. Yeah, I didn't really feel the prick. Right. There you go. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Jamie just need a little freebie. <laughs> sometimes I even know it when I'm going into it, but you know. But anyway, my right. so my wife, she's a little sore when she does this, like arm up, muscle kind of uh-huh. pain. But I haven't had mm-hmm. any. You could hit me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> well, apparently that's how it starts work. right there that's how it starts you could punch me in the arm real hard right now <laughs> i don't think it would hurt like i'll do it oh myself. really i'll do it wait myself. wait so it's so it's even made you uh immune to physical harm yeah look at this you can punch me like, like a gun show look at that it's like <laughs> all right it hurts a little just a tiny bit i feel better than ever <laughs> 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 oh boy don't get me started all right uh, jury's later jury's later don't worry it's yeah, all, it's yeah, all yeah don't you guys worry we'll save it all yeah we'll save it all uh let's see uh they're for trying to figure it out that's the whole deal yeah there. i hope they hope they're all fine hope they all get uh they get past it and yeah. and please don't send us those masks thank you no no i don't want masks from sri lanka suddenly check where those no. are made um all right Conservationists believe up to 1,500 birds were killed in a single day after flying into a Philadelphia skyscraper. Birds are well, it did. It just went up like that. Yeah, like it was instant. Yeah, it was like doing, and they didn't know this. The birds couldn't get out of the way in time. Ah! Right. It's (laughs) they erected it very quickly, and birds all died. Uh, Birds are stupid. Basically, is what I'm going to say before I start reading this because they're (laughs) stupid. Uh, It says here um, it should have been a routine morning for. I don't know how to read this. Makajuski? Makajuski? Yeah, right? something like that. He should be wearing I would, tracks. I would, I would say the last the last six letters are definitely Juski. Okay. And I would say it's either <laughs> Macy Juski or Massajuski. That last part is definitely Juski. Definitely Juski. There's definitely some Juski in that name there. Sounds like... Sounds like <laughs> yeah, you got a little Juski in you? Yeah, you got a little Juski. Um, it sounds like somebody who would be wearing a tracksuit and stuffing me into his trunk because I didn't pay up, but <laughs> you know, whatever. Seventy-one-year-old uh, right. so Auto Autobahn man in Pennsylvania, yeah. it's Pennsylvania town, I guess. Yeah, you, you ever go there? Is there a newspaper there? Do you ever do that? No. Well, Autobahn Autobahn is the group, the the bird. Um, oh, Autobahn Society. Autobahn Society. Oh. Yeah, that's not a city. I mean, there probably is a city somewhere, Autobahn, but full of birds full of birds for the birds scott for the birds anyway it says he expected to find some dead or injured birds that need to be collected and tallied that's always what you do it's peak migration time there's always a few birds that don't make it sure it's part of the circle of life see but on the morning of october 2nd that's the that was sunday he quickly realized there were far more birds than he was used to retrieving hundreds more i've never seen anything like this says makajewski I uh, told CNN on Tuesday, these were birds, or there were birds everywhere, and they were all dead. The birds were dead. Um, this is a great Halloween story. He began collecting the fallen birds at 5:30 a.m. Two hours later, he realized he needed the ba- he needed backup, so he called Keith Bring Russell. Up. I need backup. I need backup. backup. Bring him in. We got <laughs> too many dead up. birds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith Russell came out there, who sounds like a. A basketball coach or something, doesn't it? Totally. Keith, Keith Russell, Russell, yeah. Russell? Sure. Keith Russell. Keith Russell. Coach Russell. Yeah, Coach Keith Russell. Is there an actual Keith Russell and I just can't... This something's throwing me off there. Anyway. It's, it's It seems like the, the pretty pretty common uh, first and last name, so... Yeah. Not, not Kurt, Luke. Someone else. 
I don't know who it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Bill the pro- Russell. Bill he's Russell the- is who you're connecting. Oh, with. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. That's sure, it. Sure, Bill Russell. Yeah. And there's probably a Keith. It's probably a Keith. Bill somewhere. Russell Johnson. Sure. Sure, Bill Russell Johnson. <laughs> Russell Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Russell Johnson, professor extraordinaire. He could make so anything out of a coconut shell. That guy was great. Good. So true. Uh, anyway, the volunteers were able to collect 400 birds. Um, he says he immediately jumped out of bed. This was a big deal, he told the uh, the, the uh, Canadian news network. Just kidding. It's a CNN. When did he When did he jump out? Of, like, at what point during this whole thing did he jump out of bed? Because he was collecting the birds and then realized, oh, my God, there are a lot of birds out here. Different did, guy. Was Keith, it a dream Keith, and then he jumped out of bed? Or was it a different day he jumped out of bed? It was a different dude. It's Keith. Keith see, this is Keith Russell. Other guy. Oh, Ma- this is the guy he called for, uh, for backup. <clears throat> yeah. Backup. Yeah. Backup. And the guy Russell, in the bed Keith went, Keith Russell oh, jumped out of bed. Yeah, gotcha. Keith Russell. Okay. He was out of bed and out of there. So Matt, Matt Kajewski and Russell and other volunteers were able to collect 400 birds, most of which were dead, others injured. They weren't able to reach every building they needed to that day. So they estimated the birds found. Uh, represented just one third of the deaths, meaning the total would be somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred. I just can't stop thinking about it, says Mesa Juski. <laughs> Listen, I've seen Dark. I've been watching Dark, and I've, I'm about halfway through the final season, the third season of Dark. Every time they do that time travel, birds fall out of the sky. So I think that's the problem. Oh well, see, why weren't they consulting you? Is what I exactly. It's it's time travel. It's uh, not skyscrapers. The skyscrapers aren't the problem. It's it's German time travelers. Yeah. Once again, it's their problem. Sick, uh, sick Mundus or whatever they're called. Sick, <laughs> yeah. sick Mundus. Sick Mundus. We're going to take a Sick Mundus and be back in a minute with jury <laughs> duty. Uh, Justin Robert Young will be here. We're going to talk about, I think there are debates today or something. Are there? Nope. Nope. There was supposed to be, but uh, there was going to be a virtual one that got canceled. So there's no debate this week then. There is no debate this week. Uh Okay. Trump did not want to "quote unquote" waste his time with a virtual debate. Waste his time, huh? You know yes. that uh, we, I mean, we can probably talk to you about this. I want to be in a room with Joe, <laughs> and I want to. Sitting says town hall tomorrow. Is it? They can, it's not with both of them though. Is that just with? Uh, uh, just with uh, Biden. Is that a Biden town hall or a Trump town? Yeah, hall? just Biden says uh, says Sitting. There's there's still another. Trump doesn't do town halls. Another he only debate. does. He only just does big chanting crowds. Like do rallies. Town. Yes, yeah, exactly. He doesn't do town halls. Town I don't want to listen. Listen. Talk. I don't want to listen to the people asking me questions. I just want to hear them tell me how much they love me. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get emails today. It's fine. Whatever. Fine. At send this them. Stage, send we're, them we're deep. We're deep. Yeah. Send them to Brian Coverville at gmail.com. Send them to me. I'll take them. Yeah. Let them know. Here's how I. Here's how I read them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> so we're going to do all that in a sec. Uh, but before that, though, I, I really need a break from music or I need a break with music. So do you have some you can give me? I do. I do. Uh, Kansas City, not known, not just known for great barbecue, but also known for uh, great rock, indie rock. A band called the Casket Lottery oh, is getting ready to release their brand new album, Short Songs for End Times. End Times. It's coming out <laughs> November 6th on Wiretap Records. And uh, Big Scary Monsters, Second Nature Recordings. Big thanks to uh, Earshot Media as well for letting me know about this. This is uh, this rocks, and I think you guys are all going to get a kick out of this. This is their first new record in eight years. Like I said, it comes out the beginning of November. It's called uh, Short Songs for End Times. Here is the song Sacrifice by Record Thieves. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. 
More Blood by the Casket Lottery. Perfect. There you go. All right. Here yesterday's it. song. <laughs> there it is. talk to you about our friends at blue chew that's right the sponsored episode is from blue chew blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda active ingredients as viagra and cialis Eh, that's something we could all use a little more of right now right you know what i mean you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed guys bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach 
so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship them right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. And you don't need to leave the house. If you could benefit from where, I don't know, the confidence matters. Blue Chew is the fastest way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, blue like the color blue, chew.com slash TMS. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. This is Philip. He's an intelligent child and a very attractive one. But Philip is a problem at school, at home, to himself. Philip is an overly aggressive child. What can be done? It's unbeatable protection. This is the morning stream. Dave's not here, man. All right, we're back, everybody. Dave is indeed not here. Dave's not here. Sounded like uh, the offspring and Blur had a baby. <laughs> yeah, I saw a bunch of people putting stuff like that in there. Uh, Silver Sun pickups. Uh, um, it's good, though. I liked let's it. Let's see. It was good. It's heavy duty, man. Heavy, heavy duty. Heavy duty. It's how I like my cleaners. It's how I like my uh, <laughs> sure. my my, uh, my my industrial equipment. Uh, mm-hmm. It's how I like my ladies. Sure. Heavy duty ladies. Heavy Absolutely. duty ladies. I like my ladies heavy duty. Heavy, heavy duty. Uh, we're trying now to call Justin, and um, okay. he is but only blinking for me, so I do not know the status of one Justin Robert Young. So for now, I'm going to pause the... Okay, instead, I'm going to tell you the truth. The truth is, this guy's here. <laughs> These are their stories. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Uh, me too, most of the time, but not today, because on Tuesdays, we have our good pal Justin Robert Young join us from the political annals of his life, uh, takes a moment out of his day and says, hey, what if I went on there and said stuff? So we're glad to have you back. Hi, Justin. That's a that's a great uh, explanation of my entire life. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, <laughs> what if I went on there and said stuff? <laughs> well, uh, can you uh, turn yourself up just a tad for me? For some reason, yeah, you're a little you low. It. How about that? How about there that? we go? Oh, much much better. Better. Oh, the warm, better, yes. the warm tasty voice. We've come come to love. All right, hey Justin, it's good to have you here. It's a Tuesday, which means political talk, and uh, yep. whether yeah, this is either the time people really hunker down and listen, or they skip this part and go to the song. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll they're do, probably we'll, the smart ones. Probably. Uh, I got a question for you because we were just talking about this pre-commercial or uh, commercial song break. Pre-song, know, yeah. <laughs> commercial break. Uh, you, uh, there's no, there's no debate tonight, right? We're done. There's no, like, uh, well, n- the debate was going to be Thursday. Oh, okay. It will oh, now Thursday, okay. not be Thursday. Um, the uh, uh, the third debate allegedly will happen. There has been no movement to indicate. Both campaigns have said that they are excited to do the third debate. Uh, and and now, yeah, I mean, I, I 
I, I don't think that there's any hope of, of, of the second debate happening, even though, uh, according to the president's personal physician, uh, physician, he is, uh, tested negative for COVID, uh, and he was at a rally yesterday, uh, that I, I think that the, the in-person debate on Thursday, uh, assuredly not going to happen. The one next week likely to happen. Okay. So this whole thing where they were going to do it virtually and Trump objected, said he didn't want to waste his time with it or, or whatever. I thought of you when I heard that, because isn't there some precedence for this even back as far as Kennedy Nixon, their, their second debate or third debate, something like the that. The third ever debate was yeah. done via satellite television uh, with uh, Richard Nixon in Los Angeles and JFK in New York City. Uh, and while people did point to that as, as a precedent, uh, it is worth noting that uh, Nixon hated it, and that after the debate, after that one, they didn't do another television debate for 18 years. Oh, so uh, you know, it, it doesn't exactly have the the, the best track record in yeah. terms of uh, 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 being the preference of the candidates themselves. Well, plus you're also talking about. I would actually argue both men prefer a stage like presence. Certainly, mm -hmm. Trump. He 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 is all about you know thrives on on that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think Joe too. Joe Joe, I think is at his best in in retail settings, even mm -hmm. now, uh, which is kind of uh, you know in in another world where everything wasn't totally topsy turvy. You would think that this would be a tremendous hampering for Joe Biden because he does love getting out there and mixing it up with people, and he is at his best when he is folksy in person and i think that's why the campaign the biden campaign was very very uh upset that it was the middle debate that was scuttled in fact initially they wanted the third debates format to be the second debate because the second debate was going to be that town hall format where they're right. surrounded by people and it's not the moderators asking questions it's the people asking ken the questions bone. yeah yes ken bone you know i think uh <laughs> During the uh, Obama Romney one, it was in Long Island, so it was just like everybody, like like Mr. Romney. Uh, <laughs> um, and I have to think Trump hates that format. I I don't know that because I don't think I've ever seen him do one of them unless it. No, he no, he did he did it with Clinton. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that was the that was the pacing one because they were on stools, right? And they had the town they hall on stools, and then they were walking, and yeah, that's where Clinton. Um, Hillary has has let us know through uh, her, uh, uh, her 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 book and her documentary and her podcast and her limited <laughs> dramatic series and her uh, wax cylinders her one, and her, her one woman uh, off Broadway one, production her one woman off woman production uh, her Howard Stern interview yeah. if only yeah. there were more access into Hillary Clinton's <laughs> thoughts about this honestly I feel like there's some undiscovered. Uh, stuff here, but she was very upset that Donald Trump was standing behind her, uh, which in rewatching it, it seemed less to me like he was looming and more like he was just kind of waiting in line at a subway. Yeah, a little like, bit. Uh, he was just kind of like, like <laughs> as if like she was going to make her way to the right and he was just going to like step up and order his spicy BMT. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, that, that was, that was that debate. Trump actually did. Okay. There. Um, it, I, I think in, in general, it, it serves to highlight the humanity of politicians 
Mm. Uh, but both of these guys are fairly transparent in terms of uh, uh, you recognizing that they are more, you see more of yourself in them. Mm. Now, you might not like what you see in Trump, but you certainly, <laughs> like, there's a reason why when, when even when people are critical of Trump, they're like, oh, he's like my five-year-old, or he's like a child, or he's selfish, or he's mean. It's because we recognize these things. We see them yeah. ourselves. Um, we see that and, stuff. And, and for Biden, you know, even the, the, the good and the bad, you know, the the senility or the 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 diminishedness or or the brain fartness or the stuttering whatever you want to call it uh along with the like kind of more open heart uh, uh thing biden has made literally an entire career out of that yeah that's his whole and the, thing and the town hall style ones are um uh undecided voters Right. The, the usually. Yeah. 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 It's usually undecided. How voters can they find from, those people? Yeah. These days? How, is that not, <laughs> how is that not just some kind of unicorn? Like they exist. <laughs> like that's a thing. Who in this world? I, I don't want to diminish this because I actually just don't understand it. Yeah. There are. Are there um, people that are like somehow they're like, I don't know. Still trying to decide. Well, I mean, don't, don't you, you got to understand really what that means. It's not like, uh, they're they're like uh oh man president trump cheeto in chief get out of the white house you con artist and then they watch an ad from trump and there's like well i don't know maybe he did do all he could like i need to mm. rethink this like mm. it's not like that right okay, okay. it's I more <laughs> um i don't like either of these people who am i yes, voting for <laughs> exactly yeah it's more like like yeah. well you know i voted for reagan and i voted for george w bush I, I voted for obama once and now i don't know i didn't really like the obama thing so i don't really like biden and i really am kind of put off by trump so i'm undecided mm. right it's usually people that are leaning one way or another mm. And so when when you when you talk about undecided voters, you're really more talking about motivating voters who have not decided to vote yet. Oh. Like they they, oh, they are okay. they are not these like uh, uh, smooth skinned hairless creatures <laughs> that uh, you know are going to like take upon a pigment and sprout uh, uh, flowing locks once they make their decision. Yeah, I. <laughs> the there are times when the language is used i just think what 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 mythic creatures are they discussing here but the way you put it the undecidedness isn't about deciding between the candidates as much as it is deciding whether to vote or not because yes. that's still everyone forgets that's always the other option you know it's a it's part of the freedom to vote is the freedom to not vote and um yeah that makes sense i now you know what i finally get that we've done it you guys we did it today was the day Write it down in your diaries. <laughs> Scott figured out what the hell that means. And it's because of Justin's crack work. Not crack the cocaine, but crack work <laughs> on the things he, he brings work. to the show. Um, all right. So there's all that. Uh, I want to just do a quick, not a recap so much, but just a, uh, thoughts from you on last week's vice presidential thing happened here in Salt Lake City. Sure. There was the whole yeah. fly thing. Um, most f famous fly in all of politics. Now, now a Utah connection. Feeling pretty good about that. Um, also, it's fly season here, so I am zero surprised. And I'll bet you there were 10 flies on Kamala Harris, but her hair is dark and it's hard to see. So, <laughs> yeah, there are flies in Utah right now. That's just the this what happens sure. in October. Don't don't judge us for this, but we get flies in, in October. I, I'm surprised that they didn't keep that 
that area like David Letterman studio cold, right? <laughs> like, like I, I would, I would assume that that would just be, they do just do these in a meat locker. Like you should be seeing their breath while they talk. Yeah. That Eccles, uh, I forget the name of the actual venue. Um, I've been in there and it does get cold. So I don't know what happened. Maybe that fly was just too, just too fly life, for man. a, yeah. I mean, he knows he's only got I like did, 24 I did hours. love the fact that after the first debate, everybody was like, oh, Oh, where did our civility go? Where did our discourse go? Oh, the the the, the terrible, uh, wretched state of our uh, modern political world. Why we used to talk about ideas. Like one week later, that dude got a fly on his head. Look at his head. It's a fly. A fly head, fly head. Look at you, fly head. It was the most like... Um... I mean, as soon as I saw it, I went, oh, someone someone got an eye on the internet. Like, what's it going to do? Are we can all go down. We're all going down here for a minute. We're going to have an overload of... I actually, yeah. Yeah, I actually tend to think that if we were talking about the fly, then Kamala didn't do a great job because uh, I think in, in general, press tends to reward Democrats more than Republicans when it comes to debates. Uh, it, it, I... Thought Pence actually did a fairly good job in sort of rattling Kamala early with, um, you know, turning her words around of uh, uh, the Trump administration did a bad job on coronavirus to how dare you say that the American people did a bad oh, job with coronavirus, right, yes. which I, I thought stumbled <laughs> Harris uh, and, you know, past that, it didn't let her get to, I think, the position that she eventually got to later in the debate, which is trying to soften her image, soften her image with the like uh, uh, John Kasich, Cindy McCain Democrats that mm -hmm. they really want to uh, they really want to get out to the polls. They want never Trumpers who, uh, you know, in Michigan and Wisconsin and, and Ohio and Pennsylvania to come and vote for Biden. And I think that if there's ever a situation where it does not benefit the Biden campaign, it is when Mike Pence, a very traditional Republican who looks like every Republican you've ever voted for and talks like every Republican you ever voted for, if you are one of those voters, is up against Kamala, who is somebody that many conservatives worry is is the like gateway to the more radical Mm. Uh, uh, wing of the Democratic Party uh, than than Joe Biden is, and and so I think that nothing really changed there. Although the headline on all this conversation is nobody cares about the vice presidential debates and they don't matter. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. kind of my vibe too. And if they didn't, that fly wouldn't have taken such center stage. You know, I mean, part yeah. of it was the pure white background it got to lay on. <laughs> it, it landed on the most high contrast area it could possibly that man land. has shock white hair he looks like johnny quest dad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right he does no no you're thinking of uh the the helper race guy Bannon. race bannon yeah, yeah race he looks Bannon. like race yeah because oh, johnny quest yeah. dad had a dad had the uh brown hair and the goatee although maybe justin's um, cracked whatever. open. whatever the 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 oh, adult maybe figure. race bannon was mm. johnny quest's dad the whole yeah. time yeah the adult figure in johnny quest i i, I haven't really seen enough johnny quest to uh <laughs> to, to, to know the difference to be to be brutally honest with yeah. you yeah he looks like a cross <laughs> between race bannon and uh and Cotton Hill, Hank Hill's dad. That's that's basically uh, Mike <laughs> yeah. Pence. He's definitely he's aging into Cotton Hill. Oh yeah, I, I feel like that is that is where he's going. 
You know what's funny is he's lost weight. You seen? Uh, have you seen like any of the the video clip of when he was a radio host? Mm-mm. I didn't Mike know Pence. he was a radio host. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I always thought that he was going to do better than people thought. Like, Mm. everybody looks at him as, like, uh, a gigantic carton of milk that's been painted (laughs) off-white so you can watch (laughs) off-white paint uh, dry on a milk container. Sure. Uh, (laughs) But I really, I think it's it's largely because he just kind of got on this Trump thing in, in large part because he was so damaged from the, the gay stuff scandal when he was uh governor of indiana where the businesses were like he he stood by businesses abilities to deny service to gay people that like a a fairly ascendant kind of career in republican politics was sort of derailed and so when trump had no help from the republican party uh and he was looking through the scratch and dent aisle of like name brand republican uh, uh <laughs> people that could uh, appeal to evangelicals mike pence was there uh but i think he's i mean he's certainly more of a firebrand than his modern persona lets on uh because he did am radio you read some of his old transcripts he like ripped into mulan because oh, really? it was like yeah, it was like like indoctrination that women should be in the military and and blah blah blah. Like, like very like Jeez. very right. dated yeah. '90s conservative takes. Yeah, yeah, and a, a lot of this. St- I mean, uh, part of me felt like Kamala Harris didn't have the canvas she likes, which is she would like if you put her up against Trump. I feel like you just get you get fire out of her. She'd just be brand would explode I, for I, good or for ill. She would be like in more of her element of like, let's let's go to the mat here. Whereas with Pence, everything was just, well, we see under this president, we've been able to do more than ever before. Like just that whole stick is just so hard to like react to. Like, what are you going to even do when he says the truth of the matter is we love our frackers? Okay. <laughs> Like, what are you supposed to say to that? So two things, two things to that. Number one, I don't know if we I know that people kind of the the people that fell in love with Kamala Harris fell in love with her during the Kavanaugh hearing. Mm. Uh, And it was because she was as prosecutorial as she uh, as she was. And she was very, very, very much, uh, you know, uh, attacking and, and trying to you know, uh, uh, make a, a a gigantic point of how unfit for that seat as she believed that he was. The problem is that according to some polls, it was the blowtorching of Kavanaugh that had that helped marshal Republican support in the midterms. Mm. And considering how many close races there were up to and including the governorships of Georgia and Florida with Andrew Gillum and Stacey Abrams and the Ted Cruz's Senate seat, in uh, Texas against Beto O'Rourke, there is a fear that being too aggressive or Kamala being too aggressive would interrupt what the Democrats believe is a glide path to victory. Yeah. Like they, they believe that this is all but over. This is, they are up 21 points in the fourth quarter with four minutes to go. And all they have to do is play prevent defense and just, you know, make the other team take as much time off the clock. So this just runs, runs out like Mm. that's where they're at. And so it's the same reason why you're not going to see 
Harris unleashed, like you saw her during the Kavanaugh hearings, is the same reason why they're really not going to push on these Supreme Court hearings. Mm. Like you, you've heard him say this process is illegitimate, uh, including from Harris herself yesterday. Mm-hmm. You've heard them say that, well, Amy Coney Barrett's going to be bad for health care, but you haven't heard them bring out what has been the argument from the Democratic Party for my entire life, which is vote, 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 vote for the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court is the most important thing you could possibly vote for. And Roe versus Wade is the most important thing that we can possibly protect. And the lives of women and uh, uh, the health and reproductive rights of uh, the majority of our country is at stake right now. And they're not going to push as hard on that because they're afraid that if they make this a gigantic battle, one that they will likely lose because they don't have the votes, all it will do is jeopardize Biden's chances in November. Interesting. That does sound like the strategy. Uh, that's the strategy I would use if I were them. Honestly, it seems like the right one. Uh, otherwise, you're just creating. Well, you're I mean, sort of taking yes, the it, you're you're kind of taking the bait a little bit, right? And not, I'm not saying that this this particular nominee is purely bait or anything, but they'd love it if Democrats freaked out constantly up and down the wall and wouldn't stop about this. Because it would distract well, and cause stuff, right? I, I mean, maybe. I, I tend to believe that sometimes politicians can over-strategize themselves. Mm. Um, now, conversely, you could make the argument that there is some uh, very, very, very deliberate under-strategizing on the Trump side throughout this election because it doesn't appear like uh, 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 Trump's uh, uh, message discipline is is somewhere between uh, a a company that sells fake leather jackets out of China uh, having a bunch of uh, 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 Fiverr people type up different slogans for Instagram ads yeah. like <laughs> it's just whatever like yeah. like they're just writing a ton of stuff and it doesn't really matter whether they connect to the previous or the next but in general. I, I do think at times you can fear the headlines so much mm. that the headlines come for you. Mm. And and that's an example of like, all right, well, this in this moment is one thing. Hillary not having a coherent answer slash apology for her emails for a year and a half definitely hurt her. Yeah. Like that was that was a situation where she probably could have at least put uh, the the portion that that was fed by her evasiveness to rest six months before uh, uh, the national media really fell upon the general election. Uh, and she didn't. And she paid for it. Uh, so m- my opinion is to not be afraid of these kinds of conflicts. You should run through these kinds of conflicts because that demonstrates that your campaign is strong. But I can understand the logic. They also seem to be letting others do it, like Amy Klobuchar going off in the hearings, and you know they're 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 stating a lot of the things that you're saying. They're it's just specifically the Biden Harris campaign seem to be avoiding. Um, and yeah, other- I mean, in general, the this is not as gloves off as Kavanaugh was, right? When 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 you mm-hmm. are litigating in the 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 the, the Senate confirmation you know, some of the personal stuff 
you know, when we get that that bizarre spectacle where Brett Kavanaugh is bringing out his childhood calendar mm-hmm. uh, and and we're, we're we're doing that like Jeez. that is that is going to the absolute limits of trying to uh, uh, examine that man's, you know, life and soul and crimes mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, there's like rules of the road with Amy Coney Barrett right now. Like they don't want to attack her. They don't want to attack her religion. They don't want to come off as showing that they are being uh, uh, unduly unfair to a woman. Mm-hmm. And that's very electorally minded because right now Biden is uh, killing Trump with women voters and they don't want to give any excuse for any of them to stay home. Uh, and they don't want to uh, go after her as any kind of racist because she's uh, adopted multiple uh, uh, children from Haiti. Right. So uh, kids, uh, that like that, those right there are guidelines that none of which existed for Kavanaugh. There was no like sacred, whatever you do, don't talk about blank. It was just <laughs> rip them apart if if somebody gets his arm, we'll pay you an extra fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, one thing I want to mention here is like now it's it's actually getting easier for me to talk about this stuff as strategy or lack of strategy or overthinking or you know whatever on their parts. Whereas I used to look at this stuff purely from like a hundred percent what I viewed to be a moral perspective of something's someone's doing something wrong or in contradiction to what they've said before or whatever. I'm starting to lean into this as strategy. Like I have to start looking at it like that or, or I'll go crazy. So to me, this is like watching, you know, some esport and somebody's really good at Starcraft too. And I'm like, Oh, interesting. They're going to send Zerg over the left hill and they don't expect that. Cause those guys were over there and that's normally not something you do. Cause it's kind of under the table rude to do that. But this that might mean this match gets won. Like I'm starting to be able to see <laughs> through those eyes the political stuff, strategy, and it's helping yeah. me. It's helping me be a little more um, uh, even killed emotionally about it because uh, previous to this, I would get so wrapped up and like if somebody said something terrible, I'd just go like like for example, you know Lindsey Graham saying last year, hold these words against me if you need to, but we should never elect yeah. a blah 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 in the year of the blah blah blah, and now he's just doing the exact opposite. That tell me that two years ago, I'd have been incensed and blown away mm. and couldn't believe it. And what the hell? Now I'm like, what is he going to gain from that? And will he yeah. will it backfire? Because what a weird strategy is to you know to come to be so bald faced about. Yes, this is what I'm supporting now, and you should call me on this in the future. And now the future's here, and people are calling him on it, but he's he's holding the party line and doing the party thing. Like I'm seeing it differently than just my red hot outrage. I'm seeing the, it as the, like the, the yeah. The the Lindsey Graham thing in particular is hilarious because we've never had a justice die really close to an election in recent memory. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so he comes out and he's like, hey, this is <laughs> never happening before. <laughs> Ain't never happening again. If it ever yeah. happens again, then I'll do the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like this will be like ridiculous. Like I, I want to make sure that everything's on the record because like, you know, I just got struck by lightning and ain't never going to happen again. And then 40 <laughs> years later, kaboom. And yeah. he's like, well, F me running. Like, isn't this a real pickle? 
Who like could I have seen this? I literally the same thing. Really? <laughs> oh my god! Like this is what a what a what a horrifying incident. Um, yeah. I, I, the thing is, is what, what I really want in everything that I do in Raise the Dead and politics, politics, politics is not to take away people's moral conviction. I really don't. People often think that I'm the opposite, that that that, that, that these things have to be it, exclusive to one another. But uh, I don't. I have my own moral convictions. I have my own reasons why I formulate my vote. Um, but every day that the politicians and their staff wake up, they're not thinking about the morality. And I, I'm not that's not to say that they are amoral. It is to say that there is a craft that they ply, right? Like mm -hmm. this is their job. Their job is to win. Their job is to stay mm -hmm. in power. In so, power. Mm -hmm. so they might, and, and again, let's not even look at it cynically. Let's say like, so they can do the moral thing that you believe in. So they can do the moral thing that they share with you, the voter, but even on, on that level. So, I, I really, 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 my, my point is never to make people cynical because I don't believe I'm cynical and I don't believe that I do any kind of cynical sort of analysis. I do believe that to assume that there is not a strategy here is being willfully ignorant mm. and, and, and to assume that every politician in their staff wakes up and says, by moral clarity, I walk forward today, right? And that's yeah. why I'm doing this. And I'm I'm making these decisions. No, they're, they're, they're doing it because they want to be disciplined. They don't want to hurt their cause. They they don't want to erode the uh, people who like them, uh, the, their, their faith in them. They want to continue to attract new audience. This is, this is all strategic elements. They want uh, they, you they, to think that they are walking that they're all in, in, that way. Yeah. They want you to think yeah. they wake up and say those words. And that's where the snap happened for me is I think I stopped. I stopped buying. It's just fat mm -hmm. lies. It's like not, they're not being truthful with you. So what you're left with is that can be really depressing. And I went through that phase, but at the same time, it can be a little bit less depressing because now I can look at it for what it is. And what it is is not what they tell you what it is. What they want you to think. See, that's the problem. Is they it it works is the is the problem. So if somebody says, if Mike Pence says, "Today I will follow in the steps of Jesus," okay, if he says that, he's saying <laughs> yeah. it because there's enough people who go, "Yes, you are," and oh, isn't that great? And people freaking buy it. It's the buying it we have to stop doing. <laughs> and then I that's where I believe the accountability will come from in the long term. It's not going to happen overnight, but accountability comes from us. Stop buying it, analyze it for what it actually is and for what is actually happening, which I think you do a great job of. And then accountability comes from the fact that that stuff no longer works. Like you can tell me the best sugar cereals in the world when I was a kid and I'd watch those commercials with awe and I couldn't wait to get my own bo you know, box of freaking you know, honeycomb because it's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that. I was excited. But nowadays I look at it and go, you're all just selling the same bad combination of wheat and fillers and, and corn. And you're all trying to make me think yours is better than the other. Like you just, there's a point where you just get over it. And then you realize, well, 
I'm just going to eat what I like. And turns out the thing I like is the thing no one's advertising. I'm just going to eat that. I feel like that's where at least I'm headed. And I feel like maybe the entirety of the electorate might eventually get there because at some point you're going to buy into a thing that just never gets delivered. And then you'll get cynical in a healthy way, if that's even a way to say that. And you'll be able to, you'll be able to see it and say, well, if somebody says he walks in the shoes of Jesus, but he's, you know, banging his secretary (laughs) or whatever, whatever contradictory thing. (laughs) Yeah. Then you can start going, oh, all right, well, that's just because people believe it. And also less people maybe will now believe it. And then the less people believe that, the more they're forced to do things that are actually relevant, that actually get something done and that actually deserve that moral vote you're trying to find. I, I hope maybe, anyway. Maybe 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 he took off his Jesus shoes before he, he may have. Secretary. Look, uh, whatever. So he it, wasn't walking. He wasn't walking. Technically, he wasn't sure. walking. Well, let me. All right. I'm going to do something that I don't know if I've ever done on any podcast in my life. Oh, geez. All right. I'm Uh-oh. going. I'm, I'm going to defend. Keep, keep your clothes on. I'm, go, I'm going. No, no. That's long gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to defend politicians. Because. Okay. I don't know if they are inherently lying any more than a, a dancer is lying when they just start dancing and it assumes, you assume that they're just born with the dancing ability, right? Or a, uh, a, a, a musician who picks up a violin just starts playing. Like, we we don't see the practice. We don't see the effort. We don't see the craft we just mm-hmm. see the result mm-hmm. now we fall in love with the result and yes they are appealing to that moral center but again I- i'm not saying that they don't have that within them as well i'm just saying it's not exclusively what's within them yeah and it is the more we are locked into it uh the call to tribalism that allows us to dehumanize our fellow men and women who ultimately we have more in common with than we do the politicians. Yeah. Um, that that's, that's my, my, my thing is that I, I don't feel that there necessarily has to be an adversarial relationship between us and politicians. I just would kind of appreciate the, uh, a toning down a bit of the hero worship and, and sometimes realizing for us, for, for, you know, uh, uh, the, the the people that are voting it's like the the more we allow ourselves uh or we gaslight ourselves the more that the only people that really win are politicians that as you mentioned can be held un, unaccountable when they don't do what they promise yeah and that's that's my biggest thing it's just let's just hold people account if they don't do it then i'm sorry like you failed uh, uh, and, and I, you, you will, you will earn less of my enthusiasm and less of my vote. Uh, yeah. because if we are very tribal and very partisan, then that means that nothing can get done, you know, in the same way that nothing like literally one hundred year plague ravaged our country, ravaging our country. Mm-hmm. And because just in the same way that the Democrats are being uh, uh, hands off on Amy Coney Barrett and the Republicans are uh, closing ranks around Trump. 
we're not going to get another round of COVID relief, either direct payments to the people or the Paycheck Protection Program to help small businesses uh, stay open. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's partisan. Mm-hmm. That's because the the politicians in Washington are betting that we would rather be happy that the other side lost than to have our fellow citizens be helped. Yeah. And so far, they're right. Yeah, and I hate that. That's, uh, uh, yeah, I hate that. Uh, all right, well, uh, I think we've gone places today. Feels like a <laughs> feels like a segment that went places. Uh, to take it further, Justin has all kinds of other content. What would you like to mention today before we go? Uh, I'm getting creepily looked at by my wife. <laughs> I don't know if she wants anything. <laughs> the bird. Then shit. why were you? All right, she, oh, she was trying to not squeak the door, but oh. instead she just was staring at me. <laughs> She's like, um, she heard you bird. saying that you were going to do something on a podcast you've never done before, oh, and she knows what it. you've done before. I know yeah. exactly, right? She's that like, oh, it. I got to see this myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, I should have done this plug up front before everybody tuned out, but uh, uh, Raise the Dead, episode two, available now. Um, Talk about the strategy of of politics. This is all about how oftentimes that moral center of a politician uh, is something that has to live side by side with the reality of party politics. And so take two men, that could not be more diametrically opposed in their moral centers. And I do believe that both of these politicians are, as I called the episode, true believers. And those are Bernie Sanders, a democratic socialist, and Barry Goldwater, the father of modern conservatism. Uh, they they would have spirited, uh, if, if they were contemporaries to each other, would have spirited arguments about exactly the role of government and how it does or does not benefit the populace. However, they were both extraordinarily loathed by their parties. And in this episode of Raise the Dead, I explained to you how Barry Goldwater made his way through the Republican primary, dispatching the establishment candidates only to face a coup from his party, uh, his party's leadership, including... George Romney, who mm. has a very Romney-esque moment mm-hmm. during this episode, but also how that exact same situation repeated itself in 2020 only with it being victorious from the Democratic establishment, all explained in the most recent episode of season two of Raise the Dead, the True Believers, Raise the Dead podcast.com. Nice. Go check it out. It's Justin Robert Young. Justin R. Young on Twitter. And of course, right after this show, you'll see his Twitch channel because I'll send a bunch of you over there as well as uh, what I already did Twitter. Justin R. Young on Twitter. Justin, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. See you. See you. Bye now. Play the clip. Play the clip. Play the clip. Oh, shit. I didn't do it before you left. The jury will now retire. But it was still important to do. So yes, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, I've run out of Jeopardy episodes to listen to on the bike, so I'm switching to Raise the Dead. (laughs) Nice. It's actually very good. I got a preview of the whole season, yeah. and it's uh, like I liked it better in the first season. So, the answer was debate, debate, debate. debate. I'm sorry. Melissa. You have the board. <laughs> hey, do you, I have a theory, or I want to ask you. You tell me if this is crazy or not. Yes, if, you're going to ask me if Alex Trebek has been replaced by a robot. No, close though. Okay. Okay. Uh, if he passes away or retires, yes. Do you think that 
uh, what's his name will take over? Smart guy, winner. Um, I can't think of his name. Oh, Ken Jennings? Ken Jennings. Do you think nah, that's a thing? Not. I mean, you hope not, but do you think it's possible that that's I, what they're eyeing? Has that, has that even been talked about or something? Is that Well, um, he, he guest hosted something and then... Did he really? I don't yeah. think he's got the charisma to be a game show host. I think he's... And listen, I've met the guy. I've played. I've played mock Jeopardy against the guy, and yeah. um, thank goodness I got a, a, a booze category, or else I probably wouldn't have scored any points that time. <laughs> but um, uh, he's he's a really really nice guy, but I don't think he has the even for a low key game like Jeopardy. I don't think he's got the game show host charisma for that. I okay. think I think they're they're really they've got one really one and only one obvious choice and that's Brian Abbott to be uh, I, I agree I, that you're yes 100% uh, we, listen <laughs> I mean, but how, how much trouble would I get in for like imitating the the uh, contestants when they get something wrong like Ernest Hemingway look I'm Bob dip 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 Ernest Hemingway look here's what happens uh, Vanna White retires Ken Jennings steps in. That's what I'm saying. There we go. Sure, sure. Have him turn letters. <laughs> I'm all for yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like you said, I think uh, he's affable. He's nice. He's really friendly. He's he's a great guy. But I don't think I think you need somebody. You need a Drew Carey, Bob Barker situation where somebody comes in. Will Ferrell might be a good choice. Can you imagine? No, I'm kidding. That would that would be that would be both hilarious and and horrible and to, terrible, to have him yeah. come in and it's a terrible idea and a great idea all at the very same time. Yeah. All right. Well, Ken Jennings. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any. Jane Lynch has stepped into the Anne Robinson. I think was her name. The Anne Robinson role on The Weakest Link, and Jane Lynch. It feels like the 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 cookie cutter hole for a redo of the weakest link was perfectly Jane Lynch size. Yeah. Very she fits that thing so perfectly and, and doesn't crack herself up with insulting the, uh, the contestants. It's yeah, great. Exactly. She's great. Uh, we just watched best in show cause my daughter had never seen it. I made her oh, watch she's it. Awesome. She's great yeah. in that. Uh, so yeah, Jane Lynch, let's do it. All right. Uh, quick, uh, yes. one of these fan service. quick fan service for, ah, oh, crap. Well, we know the name of the site. I didn't get it. Oh, it's Chris Renshaw. Sorry. Chris Renshaw, Chris Renshaw wrote in. Says, you know that guy that did the comic bookery segment a long time ago on Tuesdays? Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Now I'm doing a board game podcast called Boards and Swords. If you like bad humor with your board games, you should check it out. Uh, where you can hear jokes like this. All right. If a pig was murdered on Noah's boat, would it be a... Ark ham horror. <laughs> uh, if you are in a bathroom for a long time with your without your phone, is that a Game of Thrones the board game spelled wow. board like your board? Well, that's a terrible joke, um, and much worse. He says. So I don't know how you do that, but um, you can find it. At- <laughs> you really set the bar, Chris. Uh- <laughs> wow, much worse. Uh, boardsandswords.com thanks uh, and is it too early to get a fish sandwich the answer is no hey it's too early to get a fish sandwich it was almost too early but I got it proof right there that it is not too early to get a fish sandwich never too early if you have a fan service you'd like to send in we still have kind of a backlog but uh, if you want to send those in you can mm-hmm. themorningstream at gmail.com and uh, that's our email address for all sorts of uh, interactions that you would like to have with us also frogpants.com slash tms for everything else and do not forget to support our Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. 
A reminder that, uh, as promised, I'm I'm doing a uh, super secrety interview with Chris Metzen today. Big stuff yeah, coming out that of that. Secret. Although we all know about it, we, we all know may... about it. It's not super secret. Well, what comes out in is it, it secret well. to Chris Metzen? Does he know about it? Yeah, he's, he's aware. <laughs> uh, the content within it, let's call that secret. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha. you may not hear it until about the 19th. I'm told because there's uh, we have there's a couple things that have to happen NBA before then. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So watch for that. That'll uh, be a couple hours for me, and then you guys will hear it soon. It'll be great. Very cool. excited about that. And what else is happening today? It's just meanwhile, I'm going to go watch the. I'm going to go watch Apple announce uh, the iPhone Mini. I'm going to watch them announce the HomePod Mini, which looks like a Magic Eight Ball with a Siri screen on top. I'm going to watch oh, them. Uh, have we already leaked it all? Is it already out? Yeah, stuff is already leaked. Oh, I didn't see it. Okay, I have to look it up. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, they really are into the. The Amazon as well with the round business. Yeah, the round dots. Yeah, it's weird. Round dots. Round dots. <laughs> that's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Anyway, so all that's yeah. happening. Um, I wish I was doing that with you. We try. We're going to try to do those from that's now on, weird. but uh, today yeah. it was weird. People have said, "Well, why don't you just do one?" It's like ah, I'm not going to do one. Just me. It's really <laughs> you don't really want me doing that because I'm going to be saying dumb stuff and yeah, well, I guess me, that's probably what they want. But the fun is it would be me and Brian. Laffy Taffy, but yes, exactly. Because we'd be talking about Apple for about ten minutes or ten percent of it, and ninety percent of it would be wow. Well, did you know He Man had one of those things? Yeah. Know. Be a lot of products. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it, uh, Brian. Let's play a song. Let's do a song. Oh, well, okay. Oh, you've man. you've convinced me, Scott. Oh. Uh, today's request is one that I I wanted to get to last week, and I apologize that I didn't get to it last week. But um, wow, and this was. Uh, I got to say, this was requested back in June for an episode last week. Why didn't it get onto an episode last week? Oh, because it was a Friday episode. Mm. And then it kind of got pushed because of uh, birthdays and missing episodes last week. But it was originally requested for the day we were doing the play date, and I couldn't do that. Gotcha. Uh, Jeff wrote in and said, hello, uh, this is a request for my sister's birthday. She goes by Beffy Dino in the chat room. She's been through a lot, doing so much better, and I'm so proud of her. Can you send her a Mr. Miyagi happy birthday? Oh, hell yeah, I can. Uh, let's see here. We got to do a quick search, though, because uh, that one is not real. Here, happy here. Okay, here we go. Happy birthday. Uh, we got, uh, here's the short Miyagi. one. Okay, here we go. I got it. Here you go. Happy birthday. There you go. Happy birthday. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That's as much as we can play without getting yeah. sued by the Hill family, the Daisy Hill family or whatever the name is. Uh, all right. The request from Jeff is a cover of the song Let Me Go by Cake. Uh, look, there there aren't a lot of covers of this song. However, you lucked out. This is actually a pretty good acapella cover of uh, Let Me Go by Cake. This is performed by the Bates College Deansman from the album Cave Life uh, from 2012. It's a nice acapella cover of Cake's Let Me Go. Stop. When she walks, she swings her arms instead of her hips. When she talks, she moves her mouth instead of her lips. I've waited for her for so long. I've waited. 
love for her for so long I've wondered if I could hang on I've wondered if I could hang on Yeah, let me go, she said Let me go, she said Let me go and I will want you more Let me go, she said Let me go When she wants, she wants the sun instead of the moon. When she sees, she sees the stars inside of her room. And I've waited for her for so long. I've waited for her for so long. I've wondered if I could hang on. I've wondered if I could hang on. Yeah, let me go, she said. Let me go, she said. Let me go and I will want you more. Let me go, let me go. of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You are playing for...